You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, after the trouble, the three best quarterbacks are all in in the final round. Can Lawrence enter the chat if he pulls out a win against the Chiefs? Wildcard weekend was just that wild. He He's... Yeah, it was great. He's he's going to need probably more than just the Chiefs. But this is like the ideal situation for the NFL and exactly how we thought the AFC was shaping up to be. It's the three best quarterbacks in the NFL. So let's just start there. It's Herbert, or I'm sorry, it's Burrow, it's Mahomes, and Allen. It's the three best quarterbacks in the NFL. We all assume they'd be here in the Final Four. They are. They will probably be amongst the Final Four teams a lot, like just based on the way this thing shakes out and how good they are. Really, what we're waiting for is, will it be a rotation of the fourth guy or will one more of these guys find their way in the conversation more regularly? Like, wh- whoever it's going to be. That could have been Herbert, now Trevor Lawrence. I think if he beats the Chiefs, he's on the doorstep. But I still think it takes a Super Bowl trip to do it because we didn't want to take Cincinnati all that serious. And then they beat the Chiefs, but they went to the Super Bowl, and now we know Burrow belongs in that conversation. Not a soul would ever argue the conversation that took place middle of last year, which was Burrow or Herbert, because one guy has cemented his place in this conversation. We still think it's Mahomes all on his own little level, but in the AFC, it is three guys. It is Burrow, it is Herbert, it is Mahomes. If you beat two of them on the way to the Super Bowl and you're Trevor Lawrence and beat the other young, or sorry, Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen, if you beat... Herbert, then Mahomes, then either Burrow or Allen. I don't know how you couldn't be in the conversation, right? I think there's, I think I may have just invented a new test on the fly to figure out, to test ourselves to decide whether or not a guy is in that category or not. Imagine if the Jaguars start two and three next year. Imagine if they start one and four. Will we still sit here and say, don't worry about the Jags, they have Trevor Lawrence? Or will we say, eh, maybe he's not as good as we thought? Because I think we all would say the same thing, which is, eh, I'm not so sure. Like if they going to need to see beat, more. If they beat the Chiefs and lose to the Bills, or if they beat the Chiefs and then beat the Bills and then lose to the Eagles, yeah, I think we'll enter next year saying, mm, we still need to see a little bit more because we did that with Joe Burrow this year. Right. Then the, we stopped, right? I mean, at some point they started slow and we were like, nope, they're yeah. fine. I think they started two and three. Yeah. So we kind of wondered, oh, is this that hangover that we see from teams that lose in the Super Bowl? Because remember, it was really about the same time that, that Lawrence started going on his run this year where Burrow started turning it on with about a yeah. month and a half to go at the end of last season. So there was sort of this trepidation of, are we sure? If this isn't just a quarterback who's riding a hot streak, or is he really in that mix? We we have a pretty high threshold. We did it with, I mean, kind of going back in reverse. Like, we did it with Josh Allen, too. We needed to see it for two years before we said, okay, this guy's got some staying power. He's legit. Lawrence, the last two times we've seen him, he was really bad against Tennessee in the regular season finale. The defense made some huge plays to bail them out. And he was as bad as you could possibly play in the first half of that game against the Chargers, which give him credit for coming back. But like I said earlier, you get down 27 to nothing, or you're up 27 to nothing and the other team wins, I don't care what the other team did. You lost that game. You blew that game. There is no excuse for it. So I'm still waiting to see Trevor Lawrence just go holy bleep mode. 
because we've seen it from all those guys. We've seen it from Mahomes a million times. We've seen it from Allen a million times. We've seen it from Burrow a bunch. We haven't quite seen that from Trevor Lawrence, maybe in a few spots in the regular season, but he's going to have to do that against the Chiefs. It can't just be a win. It would have to be he throws for 300 yards, four touchdowns, and is just tearing the defense apart. Same thing. You have to do it again the next week, again the next week after that. Like We need to see it several times before I'm willing to put you in that elite category because there's a reason we call it elite because there's only so many spots to hand out. We don't just give them out willy-nilly. Well, and he, he hasn't had the regular season to couple with it, Nick. I mean, 4,000 yards, 25 touchdowns, and eight picks. It's a fine year. I'm not trashing it. It's good. It's a good year. Alex Smith had a lot of years like that. Where do you guys – I'm sorry. Where do you guys have him right now? Like, where would you rank Trevor Lawrence amongst starting quarterbacks in the NFL? Is he top 10? Hmm. I just feel like we haven't uh, seen uh, enough no, of my, him yet. My gut says no. Um, okay, without, let, me, like, let me give you guys – let me give you some non – If he loses to the Chargers, are we still having this conversation? No. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. No then way. we'd be having the conversation about J J Justin Herbert, probably. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, like, if I gave you Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Brady, uh, I mean, who else? Who do we, who do we go to from there? Jalen Her Herbert, Herbert, right? I mean, people are going to still have the... Dak Prescott. I mean, there's seven Dak, right there. Yeah. Uh Depends on what you still think of Aaron Rodgers or Kirk right. what you think about Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's fringe, he's fringe top 10. So if we're saying he's fringe top 10, you have a ways to go before you're being mentioned with Mahomes and Allen and Burrow. We're at the part of the season where I get nervous even saying these things out loud because I get so nervous for these games and I don't want to jinx anything. Well, I don't think the good news is I don't think Joe Burrow listens to this podcast and is taking <laughs> this as his bulletin board material or, or you know, Trevor Lawrence listens to this podcast. I don't think they listen to this and be like, what the fuck, man? Cody, why, man? You know that I'm top 10. I'm like, I'm sorry, Trevor. I just wanted to, like, see it in a big game. He's like, fine, then you will. Like, I, you know, I don't think it's that way. And I also can't tell if. Like the one thing I don't know about Lawrence yet, because he had a great second half, as you pointed out, Nick. And he had some of that killer instinct in that game that I don't feel like her. I, I really feel like Herbert doesn't have. I'm starting to feel that way about him. But I don't know if he's like, uh, or as Nick likes to put, I don't know if he's got that dog in him yet. I know that about Burrow. I know that about Allen. I know that about Mahomes. I kind of, I mean, a little bit more from Lawrence. So there were two games. There was that two game stretch where they beat the Lions, or not the Lions, it was the. The, the Titans. The it was the Titans. Titans yeah. it was the first Titans game where they kind of had to have it. And then they came back the next week and beat the Cowboys. And he was incredible in both of those games. And I think that was the moment where he said, okay, has the light sort of flipped on for him? Which I think it has. But again, that does that that may be because if Trevor Lawrence's ceiling is Dak Prescott, that's a great ceiling to have, right? You are you're gonna get paid a ton of money. You're going to be a starter for 15 years in the NFL. Your team's probably going to win a bunch of games. You're going to go to the playoffs and you're going to, you know, compete a few times, but you're going to lose to those other three guys to get to that next level is like you're a Super Bowl contender every year, because that's the way we view those three quarterbacks and those three teams. And that's a really tough benchmark to meet. A little unrelated, but related did watching 
the Bengals and Bills game make us feel at all anyway a little better? A little. Because of how I close think, they were? I think that they're way more human than I thought they were like yeah. uh, eight weeks into the season. But really, since the Bills lost Von Miller, I felt that way. Their defense, absent Von Miller, <laughs> um, it's not the same. So, I, you know, like I already feel like the Bills are more human. I still worry about Cincinnati a little bit. I know that they were two yards away from losing that game to Baltimore. But the one thing to be said about both those games is it's third games against divisional opponents. Those games can get weird sometimes, especially a playoff game. I think that they're human. I also just happen to think the Chiefs are human. So it's it still feels very toss-uppy to me. It's not like the Chiefs are so much better than those teams. Right. But at, at a different part of the year, you probably could have talked me into like the Bills were, you know, like not human. They were going to like, steamroll the AFC and they were so much more talented. I don't think either of those teams are more talented than the chiefs. They might be on par with, but I don't feel like anybody in the NFL, including that team is more talented than they are. Do we agree with everyone on social media saying that if Miami had Tua, they'd win. If Ravens had Lamar, they'd win. I mean, the games are so different. Um, I know on its premise. Yeah. But I don't feel like games work like that. I think sometimes you run a different, version of yourself when you've mm-hmm. got the backup so you know i'm a big uh big fan of uh the movie not, not only the theory the butterfly effect but also the movie starring ashton kutcher it's when I, I never saw it you know it's i didn't so either shocker. i didn't either caleb but i you know i support what it stands for i support the the concept behind it which is that if you change one thing it oh, changes yes. a whole lot of other things and i'm we can act like you know these guys attack every game the same but if I'm a Buffalo Bills player and I see it's Skylar Thompson at quarterback instead of Tua Tungavailoa, there is just no way I am attacking that game with the same amount of intensity as I would have. You can act like you will. You can say, no, they take every game seriously. Come on. Skylar Thompson is Skylar a completely Thompson. different quarterback. We saw that. So, yeah, the, Bill, the, the, the Dolphins are better with Tua, but I also think the Bills are probably a little bit more focused. We all know how it is. When there's something important on your schedule – you are laser focused. It gets your attention much easier than it does when it's something mundane, like going up against a team that was absolutely floundering at the end of the season with a third string quarterback. So yes and no, I think it's impossible to answer, but I Mm -hmm. I just don't see a scenario where the bills were losing that game. Copy that. Yeah. I don't like those scenarios where what it could have should it like, you just can't, it didn't happen. So it doesn't matter. All right, guys would agree. Who? Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> well, now I'm saying his real him. name. I'm supposed to trust him. His real wait, name's not what? Ashton. What is it? Oh, oh wait, I like, know this. I know this. Uh, oh man. No, Carl? Be to is it test. Carl Kutcher? No, it's like it still starts with an A. I think it I think does. It, I don't remember. Don't hold me to this. I just know his name. It's Christopher. Christopher. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Christopher Ashton Kutcher. Yep, he's a twin. I did know that. You guys just want to close out? You guys just want to close out <laughs> yeah. Ashton Kutcher discussion? We got 15 minutes left. Let's all say our favorite Ashton Kutcher movie. I don't know where we go from here. Okay. We can be. All right. One, two, <laughs> three. Dude, where's my car? <laughs> I can't. I was like, I I'm like, blanking on mine. Oh, I like what happens in Vegas or. That's a good one. I get confused between just friends and no strings attached. It's no strings attached. You're like, which Natalie romantic. Portman. Well, you know why you get confused about those movies, Kayla? They're because they, the are, same movie. they are the not just essentially like did the same screenwriter make it? <laughs> and they came out at the exact same time, didn't they? Yes. Yes. 
They're like a year apart or maybe even the same year. I don't know. Look at us go. I don't know why we all know so much about Aston Kutcher. <laughs> I don't know how. Or I those two answer. romantic comedies from like 2010. And I don't know how we we... I don't know how we started talking about my favorite Ashton Kutcher movie, and I didn't just say The Butterfly Effect, the movie that I referenced no less than five minutes prior. Wow. Just mixing it up. And that concludes Ashton Kutcher talk for today. Maybe. I don't want to commit to that. But no, we'll, okay. see. we'll see. <laughs> Stay tuned to find out.